Welcome to another podcast from Planet Shakers Church. For details on campus locations and service times, check out planetshakers.com. Today we've got Russell Evans speaking on the power of words. Let's check it out. I want to set up next week, actually. This week is all about next week. It's all about this week, but it's all about next week. Because I really believe that God wants to do something as we declare the Word of the Lord. I want to speak to you today, and I've spoken on this before, but I I want you to have a a view of the power of this. I want to speak to you on the power of words, but particularly God's Word in your mouth. Our words are powerful. In fact, in Genesis chapter 7, it says, When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. I love that. God doesn't declare Himself in, you know, a spectacular light show. He declares Himself, He declares Himself in His Word. He says, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. Serve me faithfully and live a blameless life and I'll make a covenant with you, which I guarantee to give you countless descendants. At this, Abram fell down face on the ground, then God said to him, this is my covenant with you. I'll make you the father of a multitude of nations. What's more, I am changing your name. It will no longer be Abram. Instead, you'll be called Abraham. For you will be the father of many nations and I'll make you extremely fruitful and your descendants will become many nations and kings will be among them. God turns up. Abraham, Abram, or Abram at that stage encounters God and God changes His name. When God speaks something, it shifts something. Abram means exalted father. So he was, a, he was a good father, even though he was yet to be a father. But when God spoke up, He took His name from exalted father to the father of multitudes or father of a multitude. You know, Abram's uh, grandson, Jacob, you know, the same promise that was on Abraham was on Isaac, which is on Jacob. God just increases it in generations. You think about this, Abram had one son, Isaac. Isaac had two sons, Jacob and Esau. Jacob had 12 sons. Because in, in one generation, there's the initial seed. In the next generation, there's a double portion. In the third, fourth, fifth is the multiplication to take it to multitudes. You see, when God speaks over your life, He's not just speaking over your life, He's speaking over the people that are around you. He's speaking over your children and your children's children. But Jacob's name was heel holder or one who illegally seizes and holds the place of another. Another version could be he's a deceiver. So here is Jacob, he's a deceiver. He's has illegally seized things and he has an encounter with God. And he says, I'm not letting go of you until you bless me. And God changes his name to Israel, which means God prevails. And if you look at the nation of Israel, all through generations, they've had their ups and downs, but always God has prevailed for that nation. See, when God speaks, something happens. Mm. But here's the truth. 
Your words, God's words in your mouth have power. But do you know any words have power? In fact, Proverbs 18 says, Wise words satisfy like a good meal. Who likes a good meal? Tomorrow I am going to eat Japanese barbecue at a place called Wagyu. I'm not going to tell you because some of you might turn up. Um, Wagyu Yeah. Who's ever been to Wagyu Yeah? Well, see you tomorrow. No. Some of you go, I've been trying to get an appointment with you for so long. I'm going to turn up to Wagyu Yeah. Good on you. And so... Nothing like a, well, there is, yeah, a good meal is amazing. So wise words satisfy like a good meal. The Bible says the right words bring satisfaction. The Bible says the tongue can bring death or life. And those who love to talk will reap the consequences. So this is, this is your natural words. This is words that you and I speak. There's power in our words. Life and death, the Bible says. So right words bring satisfaction, but the tongue can bring life or death. We see this in James chapter 3. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church, for we who teach will be drugged, judged more strictly. So Pastor Scott, Pastor uh, Dr. Clayton, the Bible says those who teach will be judged more strictly. Thank you for that kind word. Indeed, we all make mistakes. For if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. We can make a large horse go wherever we want by the means of a small bit in his mouth. A small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses, even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. But a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire and among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a, it is a whole world of wickedness corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire for it is set on fire by hell itself. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord, our Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. Think about that, who God has made, sometimes we curse. We're in a moment, you're amazing Jesus, and then Father, you're incredible, and then what you've made is horrible. (laughs) Wow, we've gone quiet. Does a spring of water bubble out of both fresh and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or No, you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. So here it's saying our words gives us, give us direction. So every year we come and we, I've spent time with the Lord, sought God for a prophetic declaration, a prophetic word for us as a church. Because it sets the direction of where we're going as a church. It is not a word that I, I think about and I study and go look up Dr. Google and say, what's the Word for the year? I don't go to the moon and go, what is the Word for the year? It's the year of the pig. No, I don't do any of that. I go to King Jesus and I get in His presence and I say, God, what do you wanna say here at Planet Shakers? But here's the thing, 
Planet Shakers is a global movement that has a prophetic voice. So it's not just for us as a church, but it's for where we go collectively. What do you wanna say? And then I look for little signs as I feel God starting to speak to me about it and little things. And I remember David McCracken, Pastor David McCracken was here in December, I think it was, and he started speaking and I was on holiday. And as he was speaking, there were certain phrases that he was saying that I was like, oh my goodness, he's gonna tell everyone what the Word is for the year. But he didn't know it. Why? Because there's something powerful about the Word declared. It brings direction. By the way, I forgot. I got distracted. Just want to honour um, the Bryants uh, today. They're celebrating this week 50 years of marriage. We honour Richard and Christine. We honour and celebrate you. Obviously, when you counsel people on marriage, you talk about words and the power of words to build up and pull down. And a strong marriage is built on strong communication. So we honour you. Thank God for you. Our words give direction. God's Word in our mouth, watch this, brings supernatural breakthrough, supernatural creativity, blessing and favour and healing. God's Word in our mouth. In Jeremiah 9, God spoke to me about this when I was 18. Because when I was a young person, God said, I'm going to use you to be a spokesman to the world. And I'm like, God, I can't even speak. And this Scripture jumped out at me one day. And it says, the Lord reached out and He touched my mouth. Isaiah, remember, I saw the Lord and He was high and lifted up. We sing the song. And the train of His robe filled the temple. And He says, Well, I'm a man of unclean lips. And then He took tongues from the altar and touched His mouth. And then He says, Who will go? Who will I send? See, there's something about when God touches your mouth, He's touching the ability to create the future, the ability to release blessing, the ability to bring breakthrough, the ability to pull down what the enemy will try to do. He says, Look, I put my words in your mouth. Today I appoint you to stand up against nations and kingdom. Some must uproot, you must uproot and tear down and destroy and overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. So God says to, to uh, Jeremiah, I've touched your mouth. You, in, that, in your words, you're gonna build up and you're gonna tear down the things that aren't of me. You know, words are so powerful. Your mouth is so powerful. You know why it's so powerful? Because we've read it. But think about it. In the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 2, 120 of them are waiting for an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And they're waiting there. And what is God's response to empower them to change the world? He gives them a heavenly language. Because He knows the power of language. He knows the power of words. You see, you think about this, this heavenly language, which we call tongues. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14, says, for you have the ability to speak in tongues, you'll be talking only to God since people won't be able to understand you. So God gave us in, in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the ability to speak directly to God. How cool is that? 
Praying in tongues keeps you in tune with the Holy Spirit. So He's given us this language to keep us in tune with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages. The Holy Spirit gave them, gave them this ability. You see, tongues is a gift from God. It allows you to pray the will of God by the empowering of the Holy Spirit. When you pray in the Spirit, you are yielding to the Holy Spirit who dwells in you. Then you're allowing that same Spirit to pray through you so you are in tune with Him. Such is the power of our words. God gave us a language. The Bible says praying in tongues or praying in the Spirit strengthens your spirit. The Bible says a person who speaks in tongues strength is strengthened personally. But one who speaks a word of prophecy speakens, uh, strengthens the entire church. So in other words, you know, we get strengthened personally, but also when God gives us a prophetic word, it strengthens the church. That's what next week is about. It's strengthening your life. It's strengthening the future. It's strengthening, and I've, I've discovered this. One word, once a word is declared, it doesn't stop. It only has less effect when it's not honoured. Hmm. He gave us this language which allows us to pray even when you don't know what to pray. The Bible says the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. For example, when we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit with us with groanings that cannot be ex expressed in words. Romans 8, 26. Even when you don't know how to pray, you'll still pray in tongues. You can trust your spirit to pray the perfect will of God regardless of the situation. There have been times I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. But I get in His presence and I start speaking in my heavenly language. And I, don't, I know that the, the, the prayers of a fervent man or woman avails much. And I begin to pray in the Spirit and I'm praying directly to God. It's building me up, but I'm praying the will of God. Why? Because the power of our words have life. Praying in, our, in the Spirit is a weapon against the work of the enemy. And He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the Gospel, the good news to everyone. And anyone who believes and is baptised will be saved. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They'll cast out demons in My Name. They'll speak in new languages. They'll speak in new language. They'll able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. Jesus proclaimed several things that would happen to those who followed and continued His work. Speaking in the Spirit is one of those gifts and it allows Jesus' followers to stand against the work of the enemy, against sickness, against lack, against poverty, against hopelessness, against loneliness. It's a gift available to everybody. It allows you to praise God, pray God's will. It keeps you in tune with the Holy Spirit and it strengthens your spirit and you, as you stand against the work of the enemy, you don't discount this powerful gift because God understands the power of words. He gave us a supernatural language. <laughs> when I was a kid, my grandpa, we would be joking or saying things and my grandpa used to annoy me, would say, every idle word. And I'm like, idle word? And then he'd quote this Scripture. But I say to you that every idle word men may speak, they'll give it, they'll give an account for it on the day of judgment. So this is a, such is the power of words that 
that the Scripture says every idle word we will have to stand before God unless we've asked for forgiveness for it and give an account for it. Wow. Next time you go to say something, <laughs> think every idle word. There are many times I block my grandpa out when I'm about to say something because I'm in the flesh, but there's other times I hear every idle word. Such as the power of words. In Genesis, let me show you how the world began. Didn't began begin by a thought, even though it might have originated through a thought. But remember, God is a spirit who has a mind. He's not a mind who has a spirit. He's a person. He, can, he has a spirit. And so He's spirit first. Your spirit first. When you die, your intellect dies. But your spirit is eternal. God is a genius. He knows everything. He's all-knowing. He, he's, he is knowledge. That's why when you think you know Him, you go, wow, I know God. He says, there's more and there's more and there's more. I wanna show you more. But in the beginning, the Bible says, God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was formless and empty. Darkness covered the waters because, you know why? Because Satan was cast down wherever he is. There's darkness and void. And the Spirit of the Lord was hovering. And watch this, how does the world start? Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. Then in verse 6, Then God said, let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens of waters on the earth. And that what happened, God made this space and He separated the waters on the earth from the waters of heaven and God called that place space sky and evening passed. Then the next morning, God said, let the waters beneath and the sky flow together in one place. So dry ground appeared. Then God said, let there be light, light appears in the sky to separate the day of the night. So everything was created by what God said. God said in verse 24, let the earth produce every sort of animal, every producing offspring of the same kind, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground and wild animals. And this is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock, small animals, and able to produce offspring of any kind. So God said it, and what He put in creation was the ability for creation to multiply and reproduce out of what God says. So when God's Word in your mouth, you, you release the ability to reproduce kingdom things. God said. <laughs> And I, I, I asked, there's a whole heap more, but I, I asked for some of the, the words that God has released out of our mouth at Planet Shakers to touch the earth. In 2013, the prophetic word for the church was the year of serving. Now serving doesn't stop, it's just kept getting bigger and bigger. We got more people serving in our church than we had in 2013. It didn't stop in 2014, it kept going. Is that such as the power of the Word of God in your mouth? We serve nations now. We're serving nations in Papua New Guinea and Fiji. We're serving in, in the community of South Africa. We serve every week by putting on this, this uh, 
church online. We're serving the world by creating worship. Serving, the year of serving. 2014 was a year of healing the waters of the city. And, and God spoke to us about um, being a part of the, the salt in the water of the city to bring healing and life. I didn't know that in 2020, there would be a global pandemic. We had been serving, serving many, many, many years, many years. As I drove in this morning, I see lines all down that side of the building where we continue to serve with feeding people and helping people. But we declared it in 2014, it accelerated in 2014 and it kept going in 15, 16, 17. It kept, we keep being the salt to the city. Did you know that we do the No Bull program in schools? We serve schools by dealing with bullying and racism and things like that. We serve, but last year, uh, and by the way, we're gonna be taking up an offering in April again, Easter Sunday. For, and we gave over uh, 250,000 people to the children's, uh, Royal Children's Hospital. What are we doing? We're serving. In 2015, peace and prosperity. And God released prosperity into our house, even though at the time when I spoke it, there were some challenges in the area of peace and prosperity. But God's Word is more powerful than any challenge. And we spoke it. And guess what's happened over the last eight years, God's continued to bless our people and continue to bless our church and bring peace. There's great unity in our church. Our board is unified. Our eldership is unified. Our staff are unified. Our leaders are unified. There's peace and prosperity that God has released and will continue. In 2016, it was a year of overflow. And that's when we started seeing this overflow of university students come in to our church and we started seeing this increase happen there in the year of overflow. Then in 2017 was the year of double portion and God spoke to us about doubling our leadership and our small groups and we did. And because we did when the pandemic hit and we continue to grow, but we're able to pass the church really, really well through the coaches in our urban life groups and look after people. Why? Because God was setting us up for a moment in history. But it doesn't stop. 2018's year of supernatural increase. We saw the supernatural increase in our life. In 2019, we saw it was a year of breakthrough and glory. And God brought breakthrough and glory and it was amazing, incredible. I don't have time to go into all the things. In the year 2020, God says supernatural acceleration. We had the church shut down. And I'm like, where's the supernatural acceleration? But God's, God's Word doesn't return void. And you are a result of supernatural acceleration. What we did in our feeding programs and our helping of people was supernatural acceleration. What we release online is supernatural acceleration. In fact, you know, right now we are accelerating in the, the areas of social media, the areas of music and the air. It's just incredible. In the year of 2020, we started building the, the church in Cape Town, church building. We started building that, we decided to do that. And there's supernatural acceleration made on that decision. But at the beginning of this year, Pastor Art Bossoff, one of our apostolic elders, released a word again, supernatural acceleration. And the very Scripture he used, which is by the way, his theme for his church this year, 
His prophetic Word, was the very Scripture that God gave us. Then we had the year of revival where restoration and revival was coming to relationships, to people, to, to churches. And guess what's happened? That's what's happening. Now the world is saying there's revivals happening. No, revival, revival isn't a church service that people get touched. Revival is the restoring and the restoration of cities and nations and, and marriages and families and health. That's revival. I remember one time praying for revival. God sent revival. He says, okay, be it. I said, no, no, I, I need you to come and, you know, do something. He goes, no, I've put me in you, so you do something. So really what revival is a lot is you having a revelation that you carry it. <laughs> Last year was a year of humility and how God had set up our church now humility doesn't stop next week at 9.30am. It continues. Layer upon layer, all these things build together. I wanna to go back to the Amos 9. It says, yes, indeed. It won't be long now, God decrees. Things are gonna happen so fast. And that did happen in, in, in 2020. Your head will swim. One of the fast things fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once and everywhere you look, blessings, blessings, like wine pouring off the mountain and hills. And I'll make everything aright again for my people Israel. They'll rebuild ruined cities. Whoa, 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 whoa. In the year God said, supernatural acceleration is the year COVID happened. But guess what's happening? Is we're now rebuilding cities. They have been ruined. They plant vineyards and drink good wine. They'll make their, they'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. And they'll plant them, plant them on their own land. And they'll never again be uprooted from the land I've given them. God, your God says so. So, you say, how do I get those words accelerated in my life? How do I get God's Word accelerated in my life? The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So if I wanna operate in faith, I've gotta make sure my hearing's right, which means I gotta make sure my heart's right. So I gotta get in His presence and say, change me. Because when I'm in His presence, my, my heart is, is fertile ground. When He says, get that weed out, you get that weed out. When He says, it's a bit hard there in that I need to break it up a bit, break up the fallow ground, I'll break it up. But I want you this week to pray and some of you fast to say, God, as the Word is declared for us, for us, I'm really, uh, I don't say this enough to our staff. Our staff are amazing, but I don't like people when they say, my guys, my ministry, my, my, my. No, no, this isn't my church, it's our church. <laughs> it's ours. Our Father who art in heaven. Our. And God wants us all to be blessed, all to be favoured, all to have courage, all to live in victory. All, 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 all. You know why? You know why we give? Because we have an us mentality. God and His people. 
So your words have power in the natural, but in the supernatural, they form the future. (laughs) They literally do. I remember when I came to Melbourne and they said to me, oh, schools are hard to get into. I don't know if you'll be able to get in there. I said, who said that? They said, well, that's how it is. I said, well, it's not how it is. That's, that, you, well, that's the condition. That's the Spirit over Melbourne. I said, no, 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 no. We're gonna serve the schools. See, the problem is sometimes the churches wanna go into schools so the schools serve their vision. No, we go in and serve the school's vision. We, we, we go in and serve their, what they wanna see happen. And then God does it miraculous. We're in 38 schools on a regular basis. They said, universities is hard, you know, hard to get a club on campus. We are almost on every campus, we'll get the last one. We have actually the biggest clubs on campus. Why? Because I refuse to be formed by a word of the flesh. I said, no God, You said everywhere my foot treads is my inheritance. So we're gonna march around and we're gonna walk around and we're gonna do that. And we're gonna take ground in the Name of Jesus. So now, now we probably have around three to 4,000 university students in our church. Why? Because we're releasing the power of words. Watch this. So in our staff, okay? Harvin, you came in through the university ministry, new Christians. Scott, you came in through the new Christian, uh, the, the, well, new, you need to become a new Christian. Um, university ministry, amazing. Judy, you came in through the university, you came in connected, right? I can go through staff after Glenn and Rowena were on the university ministry. Did you come in through the university ministry? You know how many staff we have and how many volunteers and how many people. You know, through the university ministry, because people said to me, there's no money in universities because pastors sometimes think in about paying bills. I said, I'm not about paying a bill. God's my provider. I'm about reaching people. I'm about, but you know what? Through our university ministry, you know how much millions and millions and millions of dollars have become through those students who are now lawyers and doctors and accountants and developers. Do you know how much? I remember one time because in in the Western world, the the place that everyone wants to touch, and I I believe you touch everywhere, is America, because that's where, you know, all the resources and everything. And I remember sitting there one day and God says, if you look look after Asia, I'll look after Melbourne. And I got up and I said, we are gonna look after Asia. We'll look after the world, but we're gonna look after Asia. And guess what? God's looked after Melbourne. I can show you churches that pursued America and good on them, God bless them. And the God might've called them to do that, but I I don't wanna just pursue what everyone else says pursue. I remember when God says, declare a church for all. At that stage, we we were multicultural, but not to the level we are now. I begin to talk about Africa coming in and, and, and uh, South America and, and you know how many Africans we have in our church? You know how many? We have over 150 nations in our church. Why? 
You know when it started? You know when it started, the acceleration? When I got a Word and I declared it. And all of a sudden, these nations started coming in. Amazing. This was before, this was before Pastor T. Pastor T, you know, Pastor Rudy came up to me. I, I didn't even know who Pastor T was. And, he, and, he, and Sam, he interviewed for a pastor's job because he's doing such a good job in, in small group. Oh, I didn't know even who he was. I'd seen him, but I didn't know. And Sam goes, oh, we're really great pastor we, we've just discovered. I'm like, who? Oh, Pastor Tavongo. I said, who's that? And what an amazing blessing, him and Susan. Susan's on our board. Amazing blessing. Amazing. Why? Because God knew that nations needed to come in and, and people are gateways. When I said, the Hispanic world coming in, you go past what's happening with our feeding program. There's so many uh, South Americans that we're caring for and weren't cared for by the government. And they have God's connected. We, we have now hundreds and hundreds of them. You see them in the choirs, you see them in the singers, you see them serving, you see, why? Because the power of God's Word declared and also the power of honour. When we honour what God says, that's what we did. We, all of us started praying, God, a church for all, all nations, all peoples. And then online, it goes to another level. Just in social media alone, we have close to 7 million followers through all our platforms. <laughs> Just crazy. Why? Because it's the power of Word. God's Word in your mouth is like a two-edged sword. Remember the, the, the weapon that God gave us with the armour of God and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of the Lord. And next week, I've got something so strong. I, I, I don't want to build it up too much because then you go, oh, I, I thought that was anyway, right? Of course, yes, yes, that's what, as Christians, we do that. But the truth is, I believe when we share next week, it starts and it goes and it goes. And it, it's, we've always walked in humility, but when God, you know what last year did? <laughs> the year of humility, I'd see my staff and they'd react to something, I'd go, oh, that's right, it's a year of humility, sorry, Lord. And people would start filtering how their responses were through humility. Because when God puts a trumpet to something, He's creating an acceleration for something. I've gone way over time, but I, I, I'm pregnant. Some of you go, we can tell. <laughs> no, not that type of pregnant. I'm pregnant with something in the Spirit that I believe is going to be released over your life, over our lives, over our city, over our nation. There's power in our words. Thanks for joining us today. I hope that your faith was filled and you were encouraged. If you have any prayer requests or want to connect with us further, search for us on our social media at Planet Shakers. We'd love to hear from you.